Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast. And coming up today, we'll look ahead to the meeting with Athletic Club in the Super Cup on Thursday. First, though, what is making the news across the medias today? Well, first up, it's Luka Jovic, who looks as if he is on the brink of a return to Bundesliga and Eintracht Frankfurt, the club who sold him to Madrid just over a year ago. Now, the deal is a loan deal only with no option to buy. It has been overall a hugely frustrating time for both Madrid and the player, who has never really found any form since his arrival. He's managed just two goals in 21 appearances, and the year of 2020 saw him score just one goal in a 4-1 away victory at uh, Osasuna. It's hoped that the move will help him actually rekindle the form that he showed between 2017 and 2019 when he scored 25 goals in 54 games. Now, Eintracht Frankfurt themselves are down in ninth place in Bundesliga on 23 points. Their problem this season hasn't been actually losing games. They've lost just twice, which is the same number as Bayern Munich. It's draws. They've drawn eight of 15 games this season. Now, he could form a lucrative partnership with Andre Silva, who was bought from Milan. Now, his record of 23 goals in 39 is better than Jovic's was. And he's right up there with the best scorers in the Bundesliga. It is a move, this, which has surprised a few people as it leaves an already thin squad with even fewer options up front. And they now only have Mariano as a backup for Karim Benzema. Uh, staying on the subject of those on loan, and Milan are so happy with Brahim Diaz this season that they've been in touch with Madrid to begin negotiations on extending his loan for another season or making the deal permanent. Overall, he's played 21 games so far for Milan this season, scoring four goals and providing three assists. One of next season's targets, Eduardo Camavinga, was put on the spot during a TV interview in France just after the weekend. He was asked if he was going to Madrid. And his response was, it's clear it's a great privilege, he said, when a big club is interested in you. But I'm remaining very level-headed at the moment. We will see what happens at the end of the season. I know where I come from, he said, and I know where I want to go. Now, such is the nature of social media these days that any player showing a like for a specific club is enough to get writers scrambling for their keyboards to talk of imminent arrivals. It's true, of course, as well, that players know exactly what the outcome of such posts will be as well. So it's over to you to make up your own minds after Erling Haaland was seen to like an official post from Real Madrid on their Instagram account this weekend, showing a snow-covered Bernabeu stadium. After Kubo's loan was ended over at Villarreal and a new deal done at Getafe, all eyes now are focused on Renier Jesus. It was thought that he would follow a similar path to success that Hakimi had over at Borussia Dortmund, However, he hasn't yet started a game for Borussia Dortmund and he's played a part in only eight games. Now, sporting director Michael Zork has come out publicly and said that we do not want to break the loan. However, Real Madrid, who paid $30 for him just last January, want to see him getting game time. And if he can't get it at Dortmund, then he will be called back to Madrid. And clubs that are seeking to get his signature 
include Valladolid. Ronaldo is an admirer and he is keen to take him on loan for next season. So then, if Luka Jovic is allowed to leave on loan, could another fringe player be about to be unloaded as well? Edir Militao continues to interest Tottenham Hotspur. The £50 million signing from Porto has appeared only three times this season for a total of 224 minutes. And that is due to the re-emergence of Nacho, who has played, in contrast, 763 minutes. Now, Militao is now viewed as surplus. However, the one real spanner in the works here could be Gareth Bale. Now, Madrid don't want him back for the final year of his contract next year. But such is his lack of impact at Tottenham that Spurs don't particularly want to keep him either. So, if Spurs want Militao, then a compromise with Gareth Bale will be needed. Now, if it's a quiet week, then you can always guarantee a few Kylian Mbappe headlines, such as Operation Mbappe, which is what we saw today. Now, in truth, it offered little that wasn't known before. In other words, that Madrid want the player. They've been careful how they actually deal with this and how it's portrayed in the media so as not to upset the Qatari owners. Plus, they want to rid the squad of the usual list of names headed, of course, by Isco. And then, of course, there is Gareth Bale. Get those two off the payroll and there is Mbappe's salary. Then it's all down to the fee. Madrid would want to pay around $150 million for the player who has one year left on his contract. Lastly, of course, there is still the option that Mbappe could indeed decide to stay at PSG. Negotiations are continuing with the club at this time. Madrid then have escaped the snow of the capital and are now housed in the fabulous Grand Hotel Miramar down in Malaga, ahead of the meeting with Athletic Club in the semi-final of the Super Cup. Uh, training has taken place today. Jovic was not involved, neither, of course, was Carvajal. Madrid looking to win their 12th Super Cup, a 7th this millennium. They are, of course, the defending champions after last year's victory over Atletico in the final. They've won the last three of the finals that they have made. The last time they didn't win a final, they lost now to Barcelona back in 2011-2012. Well, Bilbao's season has not been particularly consistent. They're down in 12th in La Liga. They've lost nine of 18 games played so far this season, which is equal to the worst in the league. And that's with Real Betis, who are actually above them in 10th place in La Liga. Really bizarre statistic because they've actually lost more games than any of the clubs below them, down to Huesca, who are currently at the bottom of the table. Most recently, they were beaten by Barcelona by three goals to two. So who have been the key players for them this season so far? Well, 10 different players have actually been on the score sheet for them. Uh, Iñaki Williams and Munyan, both on four, the joint top scorers. Uh, Williams hasn't quite got back to where he was a couple of years ago, 2018, 2019, certainly in terms of goals. But he's only two off of his total of last season. Munyan has scored two in the last two. Uh, his next goal will be his 50th goal for the club. The top assist provider, incidentally, is Beciche with three. He began his professional career with Tottenham a few years back. He never actually played for them. He made his professional debut for Cheltenham Town before returning home 
to Spain. Well, overall, this is the 190th meeting between the two clubs. Madrid have the significant upper hand in this fixture since a run of three athletic wins in 2004 and 2005. Uh, since then, Athletic Club have won just two of the following 33. But the gap has narrowed a bit of late. Four of the last seven have been drawn between these two. And Madrid have kept four clean sheets in those games. Cup-wise, Bilbao last won a cup fixture in the Copa del Rey semi. It was the first leg back in 2001-2002. They won it 2-1 before losing the second leg 3-0. Zidane himself scored a goal on that day before goals from Echeverria and Zaith won the game for Jupp Heinke's team. Prior to that, it was 1949-1950. Athletic Club actually won the fixture in the Cup. It was the Copa del Rey. It was the last 16 game, but they needed three games to decide a winner. Overall, then, Madrid won 97 times when these two have met. 38 draws and 54 losses, that is, across Liga and Cup games. They did beat recently, of course, back in December, where Madrid won by three goals to one in Madrid. Two goals for Benzema, one for Cruz. It was a dominant performance, if you remember, from Madrid on the day. They had just short of 70% of the possession over the course of 90 minutes. 18 attempts they created on goal and six corners in that game as well. Something similar they would be highly satisfied with on Thursday evening. And that just about wraps it up then for today. I'll be back with a look ahead to the weekend later on in the week. In the meantime, to enjoy the match wherever it is that you're watching it around the world. For the moment, from me, Tim Capel, till next time, goodbye for now.